finding a set of amazing people to work with you, people that have the skills, people that are good, that share your values, um, that want to move things forward, that even are more skilled than you in doing things. Um, and, and, and making sure that you're finding that right people. It, it might sound like HR, but really at the end, being a CEO is being really the chief of HR. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today, Aviermo Elizondo of Territorium Life. Aviermo, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you, Russian. Uh, very happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, absolutely. Super excited to have you on the show and talk about all the awesome things that you're doing. And of course, before we jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Yermo so you care about all those awesome things. And Yermo is a computer science engineer who has always been interested in creating an impact on society through technology. When he was only 17 years old, he developed his first online education app. And while attending college, he co-founded Territorium Life alongside Gerardo Science, a company pioneer in edtech that revolutionizes the education system to reflect the qualities and skills sought by the current job market. Territorium is an AI-powered skills cloud, which through personalized learning experiences helps the students to achieve professional success. Yermos, great again to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Ready to speak to the IMCO community. Thank you. All right. Let's get it started then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Great, great. So, well, um, a little bit about the story of how I started the company with my co-founder. Um, we were both in college. Um, as you said, we had an initial company when we were in high school. Uh, when we were in high school, it was mostly around classroom collaboration. On um, those days, uh, basically, we did not like the traditional LMSs uh, or online platforms that were on the market. Um, and we wanted to create something what simpler. Also, uh, my co-founder and I, we were in a lot of social projects. Uh, we are from Mexico, so we went to low-income communities uh, to teach uh, kids uh, um, English, also to teach them math uh, and teach them also software development, um, coding. So we, we like it a lot of education. We wanted to create something um, that helped it to change the way people learn. And we created that first company while being in high school. Um, as building that company, we went into college. We were growing that company. As I said, it was mostly around uh, an app for classroom collaboration. And um, while we were growing the company, we were not going to classes uh, because we started traveling. I started traveling around uh, Mexico. I went a lot to Mexico City. Um, so I was not going to classes. So one day uh, I said, my co-founder, hey, we need to drop out. Uh, that's the only way we can continue growing that company. Um, and he told me, yes, we should drop out. Uh, we should focus on our company. So what happened is that that day I decided to go with my mother, uh, just as context. 
uh, here in Mexico, normally you still live with your parents while, while in college. You don't go like away. So, um, so I went with my mother and I told her, hey, mom, I'm thinking of dropping out. And she told me in a pretty serious manner, hey, if you drop out, forget about your last name. And I was really, uh, she was serious. She put, she put all my stuff in, in my luggage. Um, that night I slept at my co-founder's house. Um, and I was thinking, hey, how can I finish college? And at the same time, continue building a company. So um, I thought, hey, I need a meeting with a college person. So we, we went to the college president. Um, that, that university was already a customer for us on that initial project that we had from high school. Um, and I told him, hey, uh, Mr. President, we are thinking of dropping out. Um, and for my surprise, the president of the university told us, hey, this university is transforming. Um, I want to propose you something different. What about if we give you credits for what you're doing in your business? And it was great. I told him, hey, that's a great deal. Um, he told us, hey, you just need to document everything, work with your dean, with your, work with the academic staff on how you are going to show that you're developing the skills that you are supposed to develop while, um, while, while going to classes. So what we did is we needed to create something just to put evidence in there so that someone can validate that evidence uh, and then give us credit for college. So by doing that, we created a very simple platform in which Michael Fander and I, we were uploading stuff um, of things that we were doing in our business um, so that then teachers and professors can go in there and validate it and show that we were progressing on the skills that we were supposed to develop um, on the learning outcomes of each of the courses. So that's how we really created our product and that's how Territorium started because we found out it was very interesting. We were developing something that was not a transcript with courses and grades, but really a skills profile of us. And we started thinking, hey, this can help a lot of other students um, building a full profile based on skills and then use that data to help them to move them from education to work, understand which are their gaps, give them learning experience recommendations, and help universities and institutions, educational institutions, transform more, more into the skills-based approach. So that's that's basically how we we started. Um, then the rest is history. Uh, we have now over 10 million users worldwide, and, and we are grow, growing our user base around the globe. Nice. I absolutely love that. I appreciate you sharing that so much. So um, I know we touched on a little bit upon, you know, Territorium Life and how you're serving your clients. Can you drill down a little bit more and tell us how it works, how you're making that impact for those all those users that you've been able to impact? Correct. So a, a lot of what we do and our focus as a company is helping students to move from education to work. So we're in the border between education and work. Um, and basically what we do is instead of having that traditional transcript with courses and grades and credit hours that doesn't tell us much about you. You know, what we're doing is creating a full profile of the student in which instead of saying the student got to be in accounting 101, we say, hey, this student knows how to manage a PL. This student understands a balance sheet. So really it's creating a full profile of the students based on skills. We call it the CLR, the Comprehensive Learner Record. But around that record, uh, we start using the data to understand, hey, 
this student has these gaps on the skills required by the job market. Uh, this course can help the student improve their profile, uh, improve their probabilities of getting a job. On the other side, connecting the student to possible jobs to help them transition from education to work. Um, that, that's, and that's basically what we do. And that's how we, we, we help students. We help institutions or uh, educational institutions understand how they can help better their students to get jobs. Um, and at the same time, uh, understand how they're progressing on their learning based on skills, not on grades. Um, and finally, also helping employers uh, to take a look at profiles of students that might have the required skills so that they can take the jobs uh, that they are posting. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So would you consider, um, what would you consider to be like what I like to call your secret sauce? It could be for yourself, the organization, or a combination of both. But I almost wonder if that data piece that you you spoke on and being able to kind of streamline that and, and kind of bring all those things together, do you think that's um, part of your secret sauce? Yeah, I, I, I will say our secret sauce as a company is, is, is really the data, as you said, the data based on skills. Is, is is making that transformation. You know, universities, educational institutions, they're finding out now that they need to transform. Um, and in the future, universities will not be the same as they are today. Um, and we're in an inflection point in which we're providing a, a unique platform that helps them on that transformation help them on that transition. I will say we are the transitional platform. On our side, this uh, very seamless, easy transition from their traditional transcript to a comprehensive learning record with skills. Um, and, and I think that's our secret sauce. I will say, as you said, the data, but also the seamless way in which you, we do that transformation. Absolutely love that. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? That's a, that's a great question. I'm, I'm thinking about it. You know, a, a lot of that that has helped me through time um, is surrounding myself around great people with more experience than me. We, uh, As you said, we started very young. Um and I, I have learned a lot from people, um, but I, I will say that something that helps me a lot myself on being productive is really, you know, I, I even plan every single minute of my day, you know? <laughs> so um, normally I, I will start my days, or I will say my weekdays, my weekends are, I, I, I try not to plan because it's nice to have some days that you don't plan anything and you just go with a wave, right? Um, but normally, and, and that has helped me since I was very young, is like, hey, uh, I start my day very early, five in the morning, um, start with some exercise, having healthy habits. Uh, if, if you're not healthy, you will not have anything. Um, and I learned that the bad way um and and you know then planning like every every single i will say that minute but hey having these 15 minute slots even hour slots of things that i will do um and everything is mapped back to these strategic points that i'm trying to move forward um so in that way every time i plan or i plan my week 
I'm very thoughtful of how I'm using my time and how I'm using, hey, these 30 minutes will be used for uh, strategizing on this part. Hey, these 50 minutes that I was thinking of doing this, that's something that someone else can do. So in that way, I'm, I'm very thoughtful and mindful of what I'm doing every day. And that has helped me a lot through time. Um, that's maybe it sounds like I'm micromanaging myself, but it it really helps me uh, to move things forward. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And I and I believe too that a lot of times when you see people reach a certain level of success, you start to realize they do have that thoughtfulness, that mindfulness, and you know as much as the day as they can, you know every single minute if at all possible. And and as everything's life, there are important things in life, right? Your family, your health, your job. Uh, but plan everything around that. Like, hey, if you're having a strategic plan for your life, everything should have a piece in that. Um, and every everyone, every stakeholder should also have a piece of that. And so make your family part of what you're doing. Uh, make your work part of your family in a certain way. So it's, it's, it's really organizing everything. Um, and that's also something important uh, that has helped me to try through time. Yeah, that, that's so powerful. I, I love that you said that. I, that almost sounds like your, your nugget, the, the piece of advice that you might tell your younger business self. And, and the other part, I think it's it's also very important is on how at, at the end, the things that you do, how do they map back to your values and the people you surround yourself? In my case, um, I always say that hey, there are three very important values for us, hunger, force of spirit, and uh, loyalty to people. And when you have that very clearly, you look for people that are very hungry and growing just as, as you. And the second part, they have force of spirit that they're able to do anything that's needed uh, to achieve things and to make that hunger possible to get more. And at the end, also the loyalty to people is, okay, organizations come and go, but we are building teams for life. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Guillermo, now I want to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping to have different quote-unquote CEOs on this show. So, Guillermo, what does being a CEO mean to you? For me, being a CEO is about really, I will say, two things. One, finding a set of amazing people to work with you, people that have the skills, people that are good, that share your values, um, that want to move things forward that even are more skilled than you in doing things. Um, and, and, and making sure that you're finding that right people. It, it might sound like HR, but really at the end, being a CEO is being really the chief of HR is because you're pushing the company, you're finding the greatest people, you're pushing the values. Um, and that's, that's, that's number one. And number two is making sure that all that great people that you have is have the tools, have the things needed to make things move forward. Uh, and, and of course, sharing with them the vision uh, of the company, saying where you're going, what you want, and, and how the organization can grow. But I will say that those two things that I said are, are the most important things. Nice, nice. Well, Guillermo, truly appreciate that definition. Of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I want to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get hold of you, find about all the awesome things you and your team are working on. Um, and if you want to be in touch with me, just 
shoot up an email. Uh, uh, I think, Rasham, you have my email. I will say it. It's, maybe it's not that easy. It's cg.elizondo uh, at territorium.com. Uh, however, uh, maybe you can put it uh, on writing someplace. Yes, absolutely. To make it even easier, we're going to have the links and information in the show notes too, uh, so that people can reach out to you and contact you, find out about all the awesome things that you're doing. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you very much, Gresham. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast, powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Want to level up your business even more? Read blogs, listen to podcasts, and watch videos at cbnation.co. Also, check out our I Am CEO Facebook group. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.